0: Raptors lost to the Lakers out West, 132-131. Now, Toronto had a late three-pointer that would have tied this game. It was waved off because of a really questionable charging call. But there were questionable calls all game long, and especially in the fourth quarter. The Lakers got to shoot more than 23, 23 free throws exactly in the fourth quarter. The Raptors got to shoot two. That's it. It's amazing with that discrepancy, this was only a one-point game. So afterwards, Raptors head coach Darko Ryakovich was absolutely livid, and he let the referees and the league have it.
2: Players in our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force. And trying to get get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and and not trying to get foul calls he gets two uh, free throws for the whole game how is that possible how are you gonna explain that to me they had to win tonight if that's, a, if that's the case just let us know so we don't show up for the game just give them a win but that, that was not fair tonight and this is not happening first time for us Scotty Barnes is gonna be all-star he's gonna be the face of this league and what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back, it's a complete crap.
1: Coach, do you feel like you're getting any explanations at all, that offensive foul? Did you did you see, like, get any explanation? No,
2: no, there is no explanation. They just, they just come up there, they review what, and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us, what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They, 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 they don't just want to protect us. Over again, the they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play?
0: Good. I love this. Now, the only, the only disagreement I have, I don't think Scotty Barnes is going to be the face of the NBA. <laughs> Maybe not. Very good player. Maybe not the face of the league. Regardless, that's not the point. The point is, you're talking about a huge discrepancy, 23 free throws to two, and of course... Of course, what's the underlying theme here? The team that gets the 23 free throws? It's LeBron's team. It's the superstar getting the call. And I have to say, the highlights that I watched, some of these calls were very suspect, very specious. He's not wrong, and he's going to get fined out the wazoo. He's going to have to pay so much money to Adam Silver. But you know what, Chelsea? I think it's worth it.
1: I do think it's worth it because... As a coach, you got to stand up for your team. When your team is just getting bullied out there by the referees, because Mm -hmm. just the free throw disparity by itself, isn't that enough proof? Like one would think that professional athletes, professional basketball players on both sides of the ball, the foul discrepancy would not be that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, 23 to 2 when it comes to free throws in the fourth quarter when it matters the most in a one-point game. We're not talking about a blowout. We're not talking about a game that was not close. This probably decided the game. So I think he has every single right to be mad. And this feels like the NBA's worst kept secret is that the stars get the calls. So maybe his rant on Scotty Barnes was his attempt to try to get Scotty Barnes in that conversation to say, hey, you need to start giving him the calls because he is a star. Because, Jinx, it feels like we have known this for a while, that the stars yeah. get the calls. Like, hasn't this been the case for a long time? The NBA is a player's league, especially if that player is a star. And it's funny to me because we had an epic rant from another Raptors player, not even a calendar year ago. Mm -hmm. It was back in March, Fred VanVleet playing for the Raptors then went on a rant about a certain referee saying it was the worst performance he's ever seen. This is changing the complexion of the game. And I feel like, in the NBA, and especially in basketball, mm-hmm. don't you feel like referees have the most pull over a game when it comes to the game of basketball compared to any other sport? I could be wrong here, but it feels no. like they can make a difference.
0: Absolutely. And I... I agreed that at some point a coach has to stand up and say, this is ridiculous. Stars are always going mm-hmm. to get calls. That's happened since the beginning of time. We sort of expect that, right? Once you establish yourself, honestly, in any sport, football, but especially basketball, because it can be so individualized. You know, if you have a guy just driving to the lane or on a box out, whatever it is, if you are a a player with the basketball and you're a star in the league, then you're going to get more calls more often than not. I get that. But, when it becomes such a disparity and so ridiculous that's when you have to say all right this is enough when you're when you're actively costing our team a game it's ama- it's amazing that the raptors lost this game by a point with that sort of disparity and again they hit a three point shot that would have tied this game referees nope waved it off and it was a weak weak charging call even the raptors announcers were like come on man like, come on. It was so over the top. So, yeah, the NBA is going to fine Toronto's head coach. But my hope is that quietly they'll say, we need to get this under control a little bit.
1: Well, they've got to do something with the referees. Because if you're fine yeah. the head coaches for, you know, complaining about it, I feel like the referees should get fined or punished in some regard if they have a bad game. It's the same thing as players. They should have to yeah. do, maybe not press conferences, even though I think a lot of us would like to see that. But there's got to be some sort of you know consequence for a bad game because in the NBA, it can certainly cost a team a game. And I will say in the era of social media, this is how you draw attention to things. Because how many of us will be talking about the Tor- Toronto Raptors today if it weren't mm-hmm. for this rant? So it feels like that's the route you got to go. Uh, in this day and age.
0: It certainly is. We'll see how this plays out. But, yeah, Darko is going get, to get fined a lot of money. I'm glad he did it, though. Chelsea, let's look at the card here on an NBA Wednesday. And let's start with the marquee game in Boston. Timberwolves visiting the Celtics. Celtics laying 6.5. The Celtics are minus 275 on the money line. The T-Wolves are plus 220. Total set at 223.5. The BetQL model loves the Celtics here. Undefeated at home, but they do have to cover the number if you want to win this bet. Unless you like them on the money line. What do you like?
1: There's a lot of question marks in this one, especially when you start with Mm -hmm. the injury report for Boston. Al Horford, Drew Holiday, Porzingis, Jason Tatum, Probable uh for the Celtics. So, those are some big pieces for the Celtics. And then you look at the other side. The Timberwolves coming off a of back-to-back. Maybe you could say that the T-Wolves are in a good spot here just because they are a young team and maybe coming off a of back-to-back won't affect them too much. But it's also a back-to-back and they're going on the road. Boston is not a particularly easy place to play. Uh line movement in this one has gone from 6 to 7. So, money coming in on the Celtics here. Maybe that's the play, but I feel like I don't want to put my money on a team that has so many big question marks at the key positions. Maybe this is one you wait and see to what the final injury report may be.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I would look at the under, honestly, just because of the potential for so many players being out. That's kind of going against the trends here. But you are talking about two of the top five defensive teams in the NBA, but with the potential for some big names to be out, I would look at the under again with the total set at 223.5. Thunder at the Heat. Thunder laying four and a half points. The Thunder are minus 190 on the money line. The Heat are plus 155. Your total set at 234. And a hook. I'm going with the Thunder here. At some point, I know that these trends have to end in the NBA, but some trends end up being... Things you can follow throughout the season. At the end of the year, there will be a team that covers the number more than any other team in the NBA. And right now, the Thunder could be that team. They're 23-11-1 against the spread this season. And what I like about Oklahoma City is, particularly if you're talking about them down the stretch, is they have such a high ceiling because they have SGA. But Chet Holmgren is essentially a rookie because he was out last year with an injury. And then Josh Giddy, I know he has legal troubles right now. But in the past couple weeks, he's come on as well. So when you talk about potential and a team that could get even better down the stretch, I think it's the Thunder. I'm going to lay the points with Oklahoma City and Miami.
1: Yeah, I like the Thunder here as well. They've been pretty profitable on the road so far this season, 9-6-1 and one against the spread away. And also, you look at the injury report for the Heat. Jimmy Butler is out for this game. Obviously, he's mm-hmm. a big part of their offense. To me, it just feels like this game means more to Oklahoma City. Because I think I have seen people arguing about this. Jimmy Butler made some comments about the only thing he's playing for is the banners in the rafters. They were asking him about like regular season awards. And he was Mm -hmm. like, the regular season? And so you see a team like Oklahoma City, a young team with something to prove. It just feels like this game means a little bit more to Oklahoma City. And player for player? They are just as talented as just about anybody in the league. So I would lay the four and a half with the thunder on the road here. Feels like this game just means more. It's like the SEC. It,
0: I was going to get you to say that. It just means more. Okay, we've got a few more games on the card here. I'm going to ask you about Sixers Hawks. Hawks are, is that right? Two and a half point favorites? Yes, Hawks minus 145 on the money line to Sixers. Plus 120 total set at 245 and a half. Is this worth playing or do you move on to a different game? No Embiid for Joel or no Embiid for the Sixers. And that's why you're seeing Atlanta as a favorite at home.
1: Exactly. You saw this line. You knew from the second that they were getting points that Joel Embiid was out. Yeah, probably a no play for me. But what about the Warriors as favorites tonight? At one Mm -hmm. point, do you just. Fade the Warriors completely. This feels like a franchise that is in disarray. I don't think I would be putting my money on the Warriors' favorites. Maybe when they're getting points, but hmm, Warriors' favorites? No thank you, please.
0: Just take the Pels in the money line, minus 105. Did you see Draymond come out of his meeting with Adam Silver after his suspension and say, he convinced me not to retire because I told him I can't do this anymore. Well, then stop kicking people in the testes. Stop putting people in a headlock. You're not a victim. Just play basketball. A, just play basketball. <laughs> Nobody's doing this to you. <laughs> You're doing this. You're, oh, I can't keep doing this. Okay, then don't. Then don't do it. For that reason alone, I take the Pelicans. Raymond just frustrates me to no end.